Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Pet Drop Shipper podcast. I'm your host, Janina Dolly-Jimenez, and I'm here to discuss all things entrepreneurial, share with you my pet industry journey, and the innovations and learnings of both the industry and my experiences. Please join us in discussing your business, whether it's new or seasoned. We look forward to hearing from you and hope you enjoy our show. Hi, everyone, and welcome. Today's episode is really more of a entrepreneurial episode, and um, I haven't posted a podcast in a little while because we are on the verge, well, we're in fourth quarter, right, which is our upcoming holiday season, and anyone who's been in, in a retail industry for a long time knows that now is the time to have your Black Friday which Black Friday means that you're finally in the black. So most businesses in many years past have struggled to stay in the black and have always been in the red, meaning you've been in a negative situation. And um, old timers would call it Black Friday because that one day you'd finally be in the black, right? Meaning you'd be in a place of a positive income stream or positive um, money flow. So Um, that still kind of holds tried and true to a degree. I know there's going to be people who are going to disagree with me, but, um, I've been in retail for so, so long that you still see some of the trends and they can't be denied. And I love to really get into that. You know, I come from this corporate background originally with multiple locations and, you know, numbers was always a really big thing. And ironically, um, I saw a really great, Um, Instagram post. And the premise of this post was to really do what you love so you could stop being um, aggravated every day or something to that effect. And, you know, when you're in business and you're doing things that you're really not like, this isn't my strong suit. I really don't love this. You know, this is a challenge for me. It's aggravating. It's frustrating. It's stressful. Um, It puts you on edge. It makes you irritable. Um, you know, you're not motivated to do those things because you're not comfortable with it or you're not familiar with it or it's just not the fun part of business. I mean, who wants to deal with returns? Who wants to deal with complaints? Who wants to deal with chargebacks? Nobody wants to deal with that. We want to just make sales and all have a great time. And if you're in the pet industry listening to this, you know, and you're a groomer, you want to deal with the dogs and the customers and, and making the dogs happy and look beautiful. Or if you're a trainer, you know, you want to get to that next level. If you're a store, you want to have that new brand come in and really have just a, a one-two punch in sales and the sales reps are excited and all those fun, exciting things, which really is what motivates us all to be entrepreneurs, right? Like we're all loving that extreme, you know, um, a euphoric feeling when when your business is doing well, but there are times where you then have the back, you know, track of, you know, why are things so slow? You know, why am I not making the sales? You know, am I going to have to cut back? So one of the things that that is really important to me is education. And if you're if you're a small business or you're a startup or you're somebody who is thinking about starting up, one of the things that have really helped me a lot. And and this is rarely why my podcast has turned into an entrepreneurial podcast, because I get so many calls, so many requests to talk about really the business of business, because business doesn't change. Numbers don't change. 
Business doesn't change, technique doesn't change, strategy doesn't change, tactics don't change. So whether you're a hair salon, you're a personal trainer, you're a dog groomer, you're a pet store, um, you're a boutique, you know, or you're taking on a business for a family member who's been in business for a long time, businesses don't change. And there are fundamentally tactics and strategies and things that are implemented that have been successful throughout, you know, decades. But business is constantly changing. And I see that more so. Um, and what has provoked me to, like I said, make this more of an entrepreneurial podcast is to share with you some of the things that have really fed me and helped me refocus um, and, and guided me in a direction that says, yeah, I need to sit back and restructure this. So I want to go over a couple of those things, but really quickly, um, I do want to mention that towards the end of the podcast, I do want to talk to you guys about, um, you know, the new brands that we've brought in. We're going to be doing some interviews with some of these companies. Some of them are so extraordinary. Well, I shouldn't say some. We only bring in the best of the best brands, and they're all so innovative, and everyone has a really great why behind what they're doing and, and the such. So if you're not a pen industry person, um, I understand not listening all the way to the end, but I do recommend listening all the way to the end. And the reason why is because just because I'm discussing these things about the brands in our pet industry, and you may be a hairstylist, doesn't mean that you can't say to yourself, well, you know, Janine and Pet Dropshipper, you know, they're experiencing this growth of brands. Why can't I bring in more brands? Why can't I have, you know, an online portal where my clients can buy product when they run out because maybe some of your clients don't come in and see you as frequently and they still want to buy their products from you. They're supporting your local business. And then you're seeing those things, innovating and giving those customers an incentive to buy their products from you whether it's, you know, discounts on your next um, appointment or, you know, uh, bring a friend to the training. You know, creativity is what sets us apart. And, um, you know, being able to have a minute to yourself and sit there and listen to other podcasts or this podcast and say, you know, this was a really great idea. I took away um, this one statement of bringing in new brands or looking for new suppliers. If you're a brick and mortar, salespeople are now coming back out. They're visiting with you. They may be a new salesperson. Give them an opportunity to have that conversation with you. You never know who you're talking to. And when you help companies build their brands, they help you build your company. And people move within industries frequently and that person who you know started out with you and you really gave them an opportunity and they brought in their brand to your location and um, then fo forward, fast forward you know, five years from now and now they're the vice president of sales for a bigger company and they remember those things. So I just wanna remind you that um, even listening to the podcast, there may be one takeaway that is a game changer for you. And that's always been something that I've said on multiple, um, time. So one of the things that I do want to get into briefly is I just subscribed to Masterclass. And I, I don't have any affiliation with Masterclass. Um, I just, I scheduled a, a meeting with a company called Full Focus. They're a planner that um, for, you know, I haven't even ordered it yet, but they have an audio training from the CEO of this company 
Um, and then after you watch this, you could schedule an appointment with one of their um, teammates to discuss one issue within your business that you'd really like to have um, addressed and maybe get some more ideas on. And I thought this was amazing. And I wanted to share with you guys because I, I just was like, wow, this is, this is like so generous, number one. And of course, listen, they're in sales to make sales just as we are. So I'm sure that there's a second level, um, you know, join our seminar or buy our books or something to that effect. And that's okay because there may be something in the style and technique of this author that you really like, whether it's the way they speak, the sounds of their voice, um, the way they break things down. I listened to audio books forever. When I was outside sales, you know, driving around and visiting stores, I must listen to two books a month at least, you know, because of course, entrepreneurial books, you want to sit down, right? And you want to write notes and things like that. So sometimes I would have to like pause it and go back and, and, you know, while I was in my car having a cup of coffee in between store visits, I would like be writing these down, you know, these ideas down fast and furiously and then get home at the end of the day. And instead of watching TV, I'm like reviewing these notes because, you know, it was important for me to be successful as a salesperson because my success um, in helping my stores made them more successful. Right. And then it was a win win for everybody. So don't, um, you know, overlook how a company might, you know, be looking to pitch you, you know, their seminars, their webinars, and there's hundreds of them. I mean, there's times where I get these pop-ups on Instagram or on YouTube, and I'm just like, oh my God, everyone is selling something. And then sometimes, especially being more seasoned, I look at these and I go, Jesus, you know, is that like, that's a business in itself, like webinars and seminars and books and, and all this other stuff. But Learning is everything. And if you're in business, a small business, if you're by yourself, if you're a one-man band, if you're a startup, I really do believe that they do these things feed to you and it's really critical. So let me backtrack to the masterclass. So the masterclass is a subscription also, but it's the best of the best. It's the cream of the crop. It's people like Richard Branson from Virgin Atlantic, Howard Schultz, who's the CEO of Starbucks. And I, I will tell you, I watched, the first one I watched was Kris Jenner. Okay. Everyone knows Keeping Up With The Kardashians, um, Mom, Momager. Um, I really, and for what it's worth, I have no opinion of their lifestyle, but I will tell you, they have built an empire off of their show. They have parlayed that into clothing and cosmetics. And I mean, Kylie broke the internet the day she launched her makeup. I mean, there's something to say to that. You know, I, I really admire her drive, her tenacity, her ability to stay current. Um, some people will say, oh, you know, she's used her kids to do all these things, but they're set up for life and whatever, and that's all well and good. But you, we can all learn from Kris Jenner. So her whole masterclass was a lot about marketing and media, social media, when to post, how to post, what to look for. Um, and I'm a business to business person. So naturally, um, social media is, is gonna be um, limited for me because I can't sell to consumers. We don't sell to consumers. So um, I found that one interesting, 
but I watched her pod, her masterclass first. Um, and it was really great to see how she discussed Kylie. She discussed all these multiple brands and this diversification that all these kids she has, has. Um, and of course, Kim was the leader of the pack and Kylie was, you know, secondary. And then, you know, um, Courtney and Chloe and, and Rob with his socks. And I think he has an alcohol or a beverage company of some sort. But anyway, I really thought that it was really, really interesting, especially if you want to get some knowledge on social media and marketing type of stuff. The second one I watched was um, Sarah Blakely. Sarah Blakely, close in age to me, is the inventor of Spanx. And she discussed, you know, how she came about, you know, she discussed her why. She discussed her reason and her um, her masterclass, I want to say podcast, but her masterclass was really, really great in the sense of she was so vulnerable. I found her to be so genuine and so authentic. And um, I, I really, like, I want to go out and buy Spanx. Um, and, and, and I will tell you, I don't have any. So um, I'm, I just, I really, really enjoyed her podcast, her masterclass. I got to stop saying podcast. Sorry, guys. Um, I really enjoyed her um, class. I really enjoyed, you know, her values. I really enjoyed her why. I really enjoyed what she was explaining. And for her, any of you entrepreneurs out there, she discussed prototyping and making a product. Um, so I thought that that was really important. So just to give you a heads up, um, if you're a manufacturer and you're looking for, or you're looking to manufacture, or you have a great idea or a concept, you want to bring that to, to, to the world, her uh, masterclass was really, really great. Um, and ironically, after listening to Kris Jenner and to her, there, you know, I'm trying to find like what's the common denominator in in these people who are the cream of the crop. And I mean, I literally, um, I, I want to say wonkily, even looked at like when is their birthday? What years were they born? You know, what what is it about them that is is cohesive to each other's success? Like, is there like a success syrup, right? <laughs> and um, you know, it, it sounds silly, but I, I find some irony. And of course, um, you know, it it really sounds to me like I'm just looking for some like social, you know, like historical study thing. But the third one that I watched was Anna Wintour. And Anna Wintour, I found her to be so articulate and so poised and so feminine and I just really enjoyed hers and um she you know discussed her beginning and and if you don't know she's the editor of Vogue and, and Condé Nast and um she discussed her beginnings and she's from London and she's in fashion and she discussed some really good pointers, especially about um, like working with a team of people, right? Like, could you imagine what it must be like to work on, 
you know, Vogue magazine, there's got to be hundreds of thousands of people. So being able to delegate and to, you know, gear people in the right direction as to what needs to be done, um, empowering people she discusses and micromanaging. Um, she talks about risks. She talks about um, the time of the day. Most of these entrepreneurs, that was one defining thing. Most of them get up very, very early. Chris Jenner was saying she gets up at five. Anna Wintour, she says she gets up at four. Um, so I thought that that was really uh, um, great. And the one thing that kept resounding in these master classes was the word disrupt. That all of these innovators and you know people who came to their industries in a time when no one was doing what they were doing and they were disrupting you know media with you know Vogue magazine and Sarah Blakely disrupted the shapewear industry and the Jenner Kardashian crew you know they disrupted social media so it's interesting to me that innovation um, they're using this word disrupt very frequently so that was one of the big words here in my notes that was um i wrote disrupt 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 like everyone is using this term and um i don't want to take up a lot of time um so i want you guys to be able to understand um those guys but the one that really really kind of gave me like a little bit of stress in listening to was howard schultz so he's the CEO of Starbucks, and he really had more of a corporate structure of, you know, making money and um, being disciplined and, you know, balancing morals and jumping into the deep end of things. And um, ironically, you know, I have this like expression that I use, um, that I, I jump into things and I grow my wings on the way down. And some people don't like that. And, and some people within my organization don't like that about me. Um, but when Harold Schultz said that, it really piqued my interest. He says, you have to jump into the deep end and learn how to swim. And sometimes in business, you have to be so creative and innovative that sets you apart because there's so much competition out there. And social media makes it so much more global, the competition, right? Like you're a pet store, you're competing with other businesses, whether they're in your neighborhood or they're in your radius or they're online. So, you know, he discusses being creative and, and giving yourself a chance. Um, but one of the things he said that also got me um, excited to listen to his masterclass was he says, success is not an entitlement. It has to be earned every day. And I really think this is probably one of the greater statements because it it really strikes a chord with me. Um, being hardworking, being an entrepreneur, it's not easy. It's not going to be easy. It's not always going to be easy. There are going to be times where you have to pivot or shift your, your business model a little bit here, a little bit there. You know, one of the greatest business books um, of all times is the Think and Grow Rich book by Napoleon Hill. And if you're listening to this podcast and you have not read it, um, please do yourself a favor and do so. The audio version is wonderful to listen to. It is an extremely long book. 
it's probably one of the first books um, other than The Power and the Secret by Rhonda Byrne um, that I listened to on my audio podcast, uh, podcast, uh, audio book um, journey as a young salesperson out on the road, you know, and actually I think, I think my, one of my dear friends, Wayne gave me this when I was actually working for the corporate company and, but in Napoleon Hill, not to, to, let me backtrack. So in the Napoleon Hill book, there's a part in the book where there's like the interlude and he just, he gets into the book, but then there's a part where he breaks off and, and I should try to find it in my, um, my audio thing so I could play it for you, but I, I don't know if that's like plagiarism or whatever, but he says that, um, the, the, the first person um, in the book that he discussed is Edwin C. Barnes and how Edwin C. Barnes wanted to be go into business with Thomas Edison. So he like jumps on this freight car, he goes steerage, which means, or baggage or whatever, which means he's like in, in with the cows. I, I mean, that's visually how I saw it. It's like, he's like in like this, you know, box car with hay and some cattle, you know, during, you know, this, you know, very um, old time. And he's, you know, comes into um, Thomas Edison's office, like just looking like a wreck, dirty, probably smelly. I mean, who knows, you know, did he have deodorant? And, you know, in today's day, no one goes into a business meeting smelling like a cow or hay or, or whatever the case may be, you would be shut out. But, you know, tis the times and tis the season. And, and obviously what's meant to be was meant to be in this situation. But Thomas Edison, you know, in the story, he goes on and says, Thomas Edison looked at him like he was like, uh, you know, like what the hell is this guy doing in my office? And the guy was so upfront and so firm and, and commanding in his statement. He's like, I'm going to be your business partner. And of course, imagine someone walking into your company saying, I'm going to be your business partner, but you're Thomas Edison. That's like me walking into Starbucks and telling Howard Schultz, I'm going to be your business partner. I mean, it sounds ridiculous. Like who has the tenacity or audacity to do such a thing? But anyway, Thomas Edison was so compelled that he did give him a job and he gave him a job selling um, this thing called the dictaphone. And of course, you know, that wasn't what Barnes really came there for, but he took it, right? And in this interlude of the book, the guy who's narrating says, you know, what we've learned is that Barnes took an opportunity in, in not in the way that he thought it was going to happen, but in the way God wanted to bless him. Now, at the time this book was written, you know, the word God was used. I'm just telling you and, and I'm reiterating the story. So, um, but he says it was the way God wanted to bless him. So it was his opportunity, his golden opportunity. And I believe he uses that term in the story to, to, to really enunciate that situation. And that's where this statement from Howard Schultz really strikes me too, is to say that success is not an entitlement. It has to be earned every day. And that Edwin C. Barnes story is really a reflection of that in the sense that, you know, he earned it. I mean, the guy 
took a boxcar train to Edison, New Jersey, and was like, "You're, I'm going to be your partner. I mean, I, I wish I could have been there. I mean, it sounds so incredible, but it's so true. You know, just because you have a business or just because you have a really great idea does not mean that you're entitled to be successful. And even if your business turns successful, you can't rest on your laurels, right? That's like an old timey thing my grandma would say. You can't rest on your laurels. You have to continue to educate yourself. No one's saying to not stay in your business. And one of my things that I always say is I mind my business. And when I say I mind my business, I don't worry about what what other people are doing. You know, there's other drop shippers out there. I'm not really concerned about what they're doing. I'm concerned about innovating my business and being the best that I can be so that I can, you know, empower my clients, my customers, or you guys listening to the podcast to do better, think better, give yourself some time, feel my frustrations and my pains and know that you're not alone. When you have, you know, a great week, enjoy it, relish in it, you know, bask in the sunlight, feel good, be proud of yourself because you did it. And, you know, I think that self-pride is is something that, you know, the better it gets, the better it gets. That's your, you know, Rhonda Byrne and, and the law of attraction, you know. So generally, I will tell you that when I'm on a roll and it's going great and the better it gets and the better it gets, the more I'm like, what's next? What else can I tackle? You know, what else can I look at? Because that energy feeds to other people. So you really want to like stick to that. So um, so Howard Schultz one, really he gets into risk and focusing and, you know, getting in the mindset of your priorities. Um, he discusses to do your due diligence on prospective brands or prospective investors. And he does talk a bit about investing. So if you're looking for, um, partners or someone to invest. Um, I think his masterclass might be great. He discusses um, focusing on performance, um, creating an economic business plan, um, the culture, work-life balance, um, hiring, um, and um, being ahead of the growth curve. So these were some of the things that, and again, Starbucks, we all know it, we all love it. And um, we see that, you know, there's hundreds of thousands of locations. So his was really something that I felt, I actually listened to it twice. Well, it's, it's video too, by the way. So he does get into some imagery in there that you might want to listen to. But I, um, I really enjoyed his, his class. And I really highly suggest that, especially if you're having a growth spurt, and you're feeling like there's more opportunity for your business and you're just not really sure the direction you need to take, if you're not really sure as to um, where you need to start first, um, of course, you can always send me an email. I am happy to get on a Zoom call um, and, and sit with you for a few minutes and give me some of your ideas. And I'm happy to give you my feedback as to how to, you know, pivot or what, you know, just, you know, whatever questions you might have. Um, but I really thought that his was really great. And the fourth one, and then I'm going to finish with this one, is Richard Branson. And I really thought he was very charming. I thought he was extremely charismatic. 
Um, he was very centered in who he is. He was vulnerable. He discussed his upbringing and the fact that he is dyslexic. Um, but he also discusses competing um, with the Giants. He discusses fighting tooth and nail to figure things out. Um, he discusses um, benefiting from competition, um, thinking big and solving small problems. Um, he And one of the things he does discuss as well is, um, you know, and he's English. Um, so, of course, he's got the keep calm and carry on um, conversation and finding great people and focusing on the person and not the resume, which I just I shared that with my team and the people in my office were really like, yeah, that's you. You know, you've given, you know, one of the people in my office was like, yeah, you've given me a great opportunity where, you know, I didn't think that I was capable of doing this level of work. So that really, of course, as a, as a business owner, makes you feel great. And, and also the opportunity to step away and trusting your team. So that was really, really important. And I thought that that one was really great. If you have a small team of people, you need to be able to step away and trust your team's gonna do the right thing in your absence. And that, of course, goes hand in hand with culture and how you kind of raise your team and culture your team to be able to you know, be open with you, have some candor with you to be able to discuss some of the things that maybe you're not seeing um, and be able to then have that little time away so then you can work on your business and not necessarily always in the business. There will be times where, you know, you see things will start to fray a little bit and you gotta jump back in. I mean, it happens with me. You know, you give a little bit of opportunity and a little bit of, you know, slack on the on the reins, so to speak. And, and you say, you know, this isn't, this week wasn't the way I expected it to turn out. Let me jump back in and see what's going on. Um, but the biggest takeaway um, that I, I really wanna share with you and finish with is ignore the odds and follow your intuition. You know, especially if you've been in business a long time ago, you, the people who are listening who are new in the starting up, you know, your intuition may not always be um, as, as strong as someone who's more seasoned or more experienced. But if you have a mentor or you have someone that has been in business, a family member, a friend, a colleague, someone you, you know has a business at the gym and you really want to have a conversation with them, invite them to coffee. Say, hey, you know, I'd love to invite you to coffee or lunch or, you know, whatever the case may be. And I'm starting this business and I, I, I know that you have a paper company or a shipping company or whatever, brewery. I, I'd love to, you know, have a couple of questions for you. But if you are that seasoned person and following your intuition, knowing your industry, knowing your business, you know, is definitely something that um, Richard Branson says has been um, a part of his success. Um, and then finally, he says, when you are having these conversations, whether it's with yourself and you're following your intuition or a business partner or a mentor or someone who um, is um, sharing some meaningful insight that um, taking notes is really important, but more so taking notes from your team is more important. And that gives them the ability to know that there's a we involved in the conversation at your company and they feel as though they're being heard. 
And that I thought was really, really great. So listening deeply and getting things done and listening more than you speak. So I hope that um, there's a couple of takeaways from here and that sharing my um, listening of my books and my audios and my master classes has bought some um, information to you, some insight to you. Um, I'm hoping to be able to share with you within the next coming weeks my meeting with the company from Full Focus. As I said, they're a um, company that makes planners and journals and really um, been recommended by Forbes and Wall Street Journal. So I've been seeing them on the internet and um, the new year's coming. So I definitely want to learn more about having those focus journals. Um, you know, we're at a phase in our company where I work more on the business versus in the business. And I hope that what I've shared helps you to grow and work on your business and not always in your business. So please feel free to reach out to me, follow us on social media, um, and you can always send me an email if you have any um, questions. We are happy to answer them. And if you are um, new or seasoned, uh, I welcome you to um, share with me your background and your information. 